0: Hello everyone and welcome to the first in a new series of the Everton podcast. I'm Brian Dugan and joining me are our own Darren Griffiths, host of the Everton show and club ambassador Ian Snowden. Ian, I think there's only one place to start off this week. Wayne Rooney, retiring from international football. The positive impact that can have on the club has been spoken about by the manager Ronald Koeman. Uh, what, do you, what are your feelings in terms of uh, Wayne retiring from England and the impact that will have on Everton?
1: Yeah, Being a former player, uh, being a club ambassador, but most of all being an Everton fan, which I am, from a selfish point of view I'm delighted. Uh, I don 't know about Wayne 's situation, obviously, the way he feels about it, but he's made the decision he's made the right decision in my eyes and in his self eyes. So yeah, from a selfish point of view I'm, I'm delighted because what we're going to get is a fresh Wayne Rooney not going all over the world playing international football, concentrating on Everton Football Club, what he wants to do, and it shows that he's come not just to see his last two years or three years of his contract out he's come to win things and he's come to play to the best of his ability, give his utmost, so I think every Evertonian will be delighted with the news.
0: Darren, in terms of that freshness that Ian spoke about, you recall interviewing Wayne back when he was a teenager, many years ago at the club, you've seen him come back now and he almost has that freshness in his eyes and in his approach since he's come back, the hunger is there in him still and that must be something that has contributed maybe a little bit to this decision because he's talked about how winning something for Everton would eclipse everything he's achieved in his career to date. You can see the look on his face
2: even in and around training camps, in and around team hotels, on the flights, we've had some long flights already this uh, this summer and Wayne is at the hub of it all, he's holding court, he's even been doing a few magic tricks on the plane. he's had a few of the young lads baffled. And Wayne Rooney owes England nothing by the way. He never dipped a squat, he always made himself available, He's broken the goal-scoring record, and if you look around, it's probably going to stand for quite a while. And also, you know, I don't think Evertonians are the biggest England fans. I think the Evertonians are so focused and so engrossed and so obsessed with Everton Football Club that I don't think there's any room for any more football passion. I'm not convinced that Evertonians are the biggest England fans. So I think the news that Wayne has retired will be, will be greeted warmly. By Evertonians, and as, and as you quite rightly say, Brian, he's got this, he's got the zest back, he's got his mojo back. You can see the way he's playing. Home game against Stoke City, he was man of the match. I had to take him into the lounges after the games to fulfil his man of the match duties, and he brought the house down everywhere he went. Everywhere we go, we've been to Tanzania, we've been to Holland, Belgium, Slovakia, Croatia. Everybody knows Wayne Rooney, and that's the profile that he has accumulated over the years by being captain of Manchester United, being captain of England, and he owes England nothing he's been a fantastic ambassador for the uh, Football Association and he's going to be a fantastic ambassador for Everton Football Club and it's about time we had
1: one his reaction to the two, uh, to the two goals he scored against Stoke City and Man City says it all for me mm. uh, the look on his face the, the shout out that he gave to the camera um, suggested that he wanted to come back to Everton Football Club and, and, and it's brilliant that we've got him
0: and just even the, the social media post after the Man City game Mm. Uh, I thought that was brilliant as well and just underlines how deeply he feels how much he loves scoring goals he does he he
1: loves scoring goals whether it's been at Everton as a young kid whether it's been at Man United whether it's been for England and now thankfully back at Everton Football Club and I hope there's many many goals to come from Wayne Rooney in a blue shirt for the next few years
0: I was going to ask you how how impressed have you been And, and what do you see going forward in terms of Wayne with Everton
1: I think he's got a Big role to play. I think the manager absolutely th- thinks the world of him. Uh, when you've got a manager that thinks the world of you to the twilight of your career, that's a that's a big plus. I think the youngsters that we've got in this in this squad as well, and we've got some terrific young players, will benefit from having Wayne Rooney not just on the training pitch and on a match day, but around them in in, in hotels when they, when we are playing in Europe, when we are playing in the league, just to see Wayne Rooney. I, is a world figure. You talk about your Messes, your Ronaldo's, Wayne Rooney's in that bracket. Let's not forget that. As Dad said, everybody around the world knows Wayne Rooney. So I think for them young lads to have him around them will be great.
0: Well Darren, you witnessed uh, the sense of people coming up to Wayne Rooney in Tanzania. Mm. Uh, that was our first visit, first visit of any Premier League club to East Africa. And the circumstances were, were pretty unique. and they, the reaction to Wayne Rooney being there was pretty unique. Just, just describe some of that for the people because it was something to behold. Well,
2: the story I told when I got back was when we were actually coming out of Tanzania. and We were walking through the airport and there was a couple of guys sort of sweeping crisp packets off the floor in the airport concourse and, and God love them doing a smashing job, lovely people. But they knew Wayne Rooney. Now, somebody sweeping the floor in <laughs> Dar es Salaam Airport is shouting you for a selfie, that's when you know you're global. But again, the boy conducted himself superbly well. I mean, Tanzania was just a fantastic experience. They were lovely, lovely people. My only disappointment, by the way, Brian, was that we were only there effectively for one night. We had to wait for three nights, but two of them were spent 40,000 feet off the ground traveling at 800 miles an hour. So we had one night in Tanzania, but the warmth of the welcome, the enthusiasm. You know, you and I went to uh, the university with Ozzy, we went down the wrong path and a, a monkey shot out the bush. <laughs> and then we were asked that immortal question. I'll let, you people tell, I'll let you tell the people what the question was, Brian. No, I'll let you. <laughs> there was a guy from the uh, representatives there from various football associations in and around Tanzania. And one guy said to me, How common is magic in the Premier League? And I said, well, Can you just clarify the question? I'm not sure you understand the question. And he said, Witchcraft. <laughs> 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 yeah. And Brian and I went, uh, it's not very
0: prevalent, actually. <laughs> I think w- it was the diplomatic approach that we <laughs> yeah. followed. That <laughs> but, 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 but I should point out, I, th- I thought that was your pet monkey. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's when we knew we were walking down the wrong path when the monkey shot out. <laughs> How, how fantastic a trip well, it was. It was superb, wasn't it? The people were just so nice, they were so welcoming, they were so enthusiastic. We had this gala dinner uh, on the lawn, snods, right on the end mm. of the Indian Ocean. It was absolutely fantastic. Her Excellency, the Vice President of Tanzania was there, and she knew Wayne Rooney as well. She yeah. said she was a Manchester United fan because of Wayne Rooney, so between us, we tried to get her to change her allegiance. And importantly, I'm sure we left Tanzania with a whole shed load of new supporters because of the way we conducted ourselves. It was a tight trip. trip, we spread ourselves out quite thinly, but we did everything that was asked of us and more, and the staff and the players conducted themselves perfectly well and we left a
1: superb impression, which in this day and age is is, is everything. Yeah, one of our other ambassadors, Graham Stewart, obviously uh, we, we lived by each other. He was on the trip and he, he, he couldn't wait to get back to tell me about how good it was. I've seen the Everton website, I kept uh, looking at that and seeing the pictures, the thing with Balassi as well over there the mm. fans when you were going down on the coach and there was a there was a busload of uh, fans going down at the side of you shite, singing Bellassi out of the signing I'm thinking
0: wow this is amazing But Bad. it was planes trains and automobiles that they were traveling on it was incredible yes, <laughs> yes
2: yeah and we couldn't go anywhere without a police escort because the, the traffic is horrendous I mean if you've made the, if you've made the journey from Liverpool to Manchester in rush hour forget it because yeah. we couldn't go anywhere without a police escort and actually on the day of the game the media bus didn't have a police escort oh my word well hopefully when we go out there
0: again I'll be on that trip hopefully we'll get you there for <laughs> sure just, just widening it slightly we could talk about Wayne this entire mm. podcast but it's been such an incredible summer in terms of the, the incomings on top of Wayne really coming back to the football club Gilfie Sigurdsson he came on on Monday night thought he had a a brilliant uh, cameo role in the game. Mm-hmm. You could see that uh, some of those balls that he's going to put in there's going to be dividend in terms of that because he knows how to do it. He knows how to put it in with pace. He knows where to put it. Uh, goals will come off him, won't they? Yeah,
1: we we've seen that with uh, with Swansea City. Uh, obviously I've seen him when he's played against Everton I've seen him on TV uh, playing for Swansea and I know what a quality quality player he is Uh, set players he's got more to his his play than just set players by the way because the boy can play he's a footballer and we've got a manager that could play football himself and if he wants uh, Sigurdsson as much as he wanted him he realises that there's a player there so uh, again it took it took a long time to get him we paid a lot of money But I'm sure the fans, uh, we're going to see a lot, a lot of Sigurdsson scoring goals, creating goals, but most of all, playing the Everton way.
0: And playing the Everton way, I think a guy who really encapsulates a lot of that too is Michael Keane, who's come this Mm. summer too. How impressed have you been by him there? Unbelievably,
2: unbelievably. and I recorded an Everton show recently, and I suggested that there's an element of gamble in every single transfer. It doesn't matter whether you're signing a proven international There has to be a a little bit of a gamble in every single transfer but the likes of Jordan Pickford and as you say Michael Keane for me were nailed on because Michael Keane did what not every single new player does for me, hit the ground running. He just looks so assured, he looks so composed, he looks like a Ronald Koeman type of defender and not much gets past Michael Keane. He's already shown in the uh, Europa League tie, he's had to split a good He's got an eye for a goal. It was a peach of a ball in from Leighton Baines, but Michael Keane had to be in there to knock it over the line. And he came with a, he came with a big pedigree. You know, he started off at Manchester United, he went through the ranks there, and it didn't work for him. So he went away to prove himself, which I like. I like a player to want to play games, he probably could have stayed at Manchester United, played a bit part and picked up his wages, but he went to Burnley in the Championship, proved himself, proved himself in the Premier League and I think he's going to be a terrific signer for Everton Football Club. I can see Michael Keane being a part of that defence for a long, long time. I'll tell you what I like about him,
0: he loves to defend, mm. Yeah, you can see that in
1: you, you get a lot of defenders now that don't love to defend. Uh, they love to look good on the ball uh, But Michael loves it He, he loves to compete uh, on, the, on, the, on the deck As we say in football But when it's in the air as well He's commanding uh, He goes and wins it And he doesn't just let it hit his head He heads it and I like that in a defender when he gets distance from from his headers uh, you know as defenders round him that Michael's going to win a lot of percentage of them headers so uh, yeah as Daz said he's, he's looked really solid he's looked good again on a youngster 24 year old and I, I love players coming to the club at that age because I know that are going to be Everton players for f- at least four or five years and that excites me when you've got good, good young players and hopefully this young player will win, be successful at Everton, win trophies and be here for the rest of his career, that's what we want, we want to be successful as a club, we want players to want to play for Everton Football Club and he's certainly showing that.
0: Jordan Pickford is another who could be here for a long time, I mean he's looked Gosh. terrific, he's settled in so quickly, it's a, it's a difficult role sometimes to come in and settle in like that but he's just taking it like a duck to water hasn't he the word I
2: used earlier to Snods was contempt Jordan Pickford saves shots with contempt it's as if he's just parrying the ball looking at the striker and saying is that the best you've got is that what you've got in you because he just, he just looks terrific and again from our perspective He's a, he's a smashing kid as well, he's a really nice guy, you know, the, the beauty of pre-season is that it gives the likes of ourselves in the media, yourself of course, Brian, the chance to get to know the players a little bit better, and we've both been at the club a while, we've been in football a long, long time, we know a good guy when we see one, and the gaffer's brought in some terrific lads this summer, which, which is, is vital for the dressing room, but from a purely selfish point of view, for the Everton show, for the magazine, the programme, interviews and stuff like that, it's important for me that they've signed the right characters, people who People who get the club, I love players who get the club. And Jordan Pickford just seems like a working-class lad who's done really, really well. Not forgotten his roots. He seems a smashing kid around the place, and he's another one. He could, he could play 500 games for Everton Football
0: Club.
1: Brian, there's a lot, of, there's a lot of talk about good midfield players, Wayne Rooney coming back to the club, um, Romelu Lukaku, uh, sorry Lukaku leaving the club, and yeah, we are going to miss them goals. But for me, the most important position on a football field. Is a goalkeeper. You get a good goalkeeper, he's going to save you so many points, hopefully he'll not be tested as much as I want to see him tested because I don't, because that means that we're we're defending a lot and he's having to perform good saves etc, but um, I think it's a a vital, vital cog uh, as a goalkeeper. What we've got in this young man is confidence, the back four will have confidence. They'll, they'll get to a point where Jordan's talking to him, stay out of my area, stay out of the box, his communication is very good. But then the defenders know when a ball comes in, you've got a keeper behind you that is commanding. And that's so, so refreshing. It inspires confidence as well, to, doesn't well, it? In the back four it does, knowing that you've got a keeper that's coming. It's like I, I, I worked with Neville Southall all them years. Anything over your head and you were struggling, you knew that big Neville were coming for it. So I think this this fella could be in, I'm not saying in that bracket I've never self foreseen was the world's best I felt but this boy will be top top draw and I'm going to put my neck on the line he'll be England's goalkeeper for many years
0: Well uh, we've certainly had uh, some positive things to say about our incomings but, but players who have been uh, at the club some young players have come through of course Tom Davis was very assertive uh, last season but you've been very impressed too by Dominic Calvert-Lewin haven't you?
1: I have Um, I I know David Unsworth uh, brought him to the club David had worked with him at Sheffield United the majority of our fans had only seen him play a wide right uh, and and on the rare occasion he played right wing back which I don't think he'll play there ever again (laughs) after his performance against Man City up from centre forward where we know that's his position and as a young lad at 20 to play against the Man City three defenders that he played against International class players. I thought that boy showed maturity, showed what talent he's got, the the willingness to run, his touch, he's good in the air, he's got pace. He's twenty year old. He's hardly played any league football. Let's get it right. And to come to Everton Football Club, it's a massive step for him from where he came. And now we're starting to see what he's all about. Next couple of years, mark my words, if he. He will keep his head down, he will keep his feet on the ground because he's a level-headed lad and uh, with all the encouragement of the players he have got round him with a manager that will look after him, this boy has got a future.
0: Something you alluded to Darren and it actually gets to the essence of it all in terms of that character, the personality building all of that, building that, that in the dressing room, community is, is, is a vital part of the football club of course but all of that feeds into what Ian has just said in terms of a young lad who can actually impose himself against a very, very class side ultimately. And and the nerve to actually pull that off, I think, is a big thing. Well, he, he's very much a confidence
2: player, and we, we noticed against Manchester City early on, he pushed the ball past Otamendi over on the right hand side, and over the space of ten yards, he left Otamendi for dead. And straight away, Calvert Lewin thought. I've got to beat it easier, And he skipped past Vincent Company a yep. couple of times as well. But again, he's another great lad. I mean, all the under-23s who come onto the scene, your Tom Davis's your Kieran Dowles, your John Joe Kenny's, uh, little Walshie, Calvert-Lewin, they're all great lads. And, and, it, and it comes from Unzi. Unzi's, Unzi's brought them up to represent Everton Football Club in entirely the correct manner. And I just want to mention the Homes Where the Heart is campaign because the boys have raised in excess of £230,000. It's incredible, isn't it? It's incredible because it's a, it's a player... Uh, led initiative with Unzi as well they've done sleepovers they've served food to the homeless on Christmas day mm. they've gone out of the way to support everything that we've tried to do as we all have as a football club and to raise £230 for, the, for this homeless
0: initiative is absolutely
2: fantastic
0: £230,000 yes <laughs> yeah,
2: sorry <laughs> £230,000 yeah, otherwise they have a long way to go but also as a side they won the league as well mm. yeah. brilliant yeah.
0: Um, just in terms of uh, for the rest of the season Ian uh, things are shaping up really nicely I mean what's your thoughts in terms of going forward now obviously the Europa League that's going to be a big part of things this season hopefully um, cup competitions as well but but league is the bread and butter and that I suppose is is gets to the gets to the the, the essence of it all really that's what we want to compete in uh, the major shareholder Farhan Mishiri has talked about you know it's it's all very well everything we, we do as a club which is brilliant um, but you really want to compete you want to win you don't want to be a museum
1: mm. you're right there but I think we've got a coaching staff a manager that are driven that want to win things they won't settle for second best the signing players that have won things that don't want to sign, uh, settle for second best now for me that's positivity it really is because I keep harping ar- back to Wayne Rooney Wayne Rooney wouldn't come back to Everton As I said, you see, he wants to win things. He's getting players. I'm sure he'll have asked the manager what kind of players is coming in. And when he's mentioned the players that he's wanting, Wayne says, I'll have a piece of this. This club is ambitious. Mr Mashir is ambitious. The chairman's always been ambitious, which is fantastic. The club's ambition now is to start winning things. And we've not won anything since 1995. I want that squashed. I really do. I'm an Everton fan. We're all Everton fans. We want to see our skipper lifting a trophy up in the next couple of years. That's what we all want. That's what we're all striving for. That's why we will do. We'll be a success.
0: Great. Well, I think it's a a perfect note to end on. That's our first uh, Everton podcast for the season. It will be a regular uh, part of uh, the content for members going forward. And we hope that you'll tune in regularly with uh, Messrs. Snowden, and Griffiths, and myself, Dugan. All the best.